sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all warble like nightingales. Give your throat a treat. Take a dime from the bird. Now you all know the word. Hello again out there in uh, Birdland. It's Anson Tebbets along with uh, Chip Darmstadt. Your weekend edition of For the Birds. And um, we had some mild week, uh, mild weather this week, uh, which um, a lot of folks are making pure Vermont maple syrup. Seems a little early, but uh, right around Valentine's Day, we had a nice uh, warm spell. And um, so that means uh, we're making maple, but there's also maybe a little bit of migration happening, huh? Yeah, a little bit of both. I, I was wondering, Anson, if, if people are sugaring um, and then it gets cold again, uh, presumably they need to stop, but then hopefully it can start up again when things get mild. Yeah, it's actually it's actually good so that, you, you know, they'll be, uh, you know, have a nice have a nice uh, little cold spell and then begin again. So, yeah, a lot of ups and downs, you know, a little roller coaster. Um, don't want it to get too warm. Um, you know, we did get into the 50s, but the sap was flowing this week and a lot of sugar makers were making uh, maple. But yeah, we could, you know, it could freeze up for another two weeks and then <clears throat> start up again. So it's all, all cyclical. And um, I guess we'll know the final outcome probably in uh, May or late April. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Good to know. Yeah. And um, so I, um, I, I think about sugaring and some of the birds and you're out, you're out in the woods and I always think of the brown creeper as one that's, Makes me think of sugaring, and of course, a piloted woodpecker is another one I think about sugaring. Woodpeckers, I think about. Sometimes you're hearing the chickadees doing their Phoebe call, you know? Yeah, I, you know, I've definitely, uh, since I got back from my, my trip to Ecuador, I've definitely noticed an increase in, in just bird sounds. Um, woodpeckers drumming, um, chickadees, yep, singing the Phoebe song. Um, Nuthatches calling a lot more. They just birds, yeah. They seem just to, to be a lot more vocal, which is typical, yeah, for this time time of year. As the as the day length gets longer, um, I, the birds start to get vocal and calling and even singing. Um, I won't, you know, this is a different category. But I was woken up this morning by crows, American crows. Uh, at Burlington, I, you know, I don't know if they were roosting or, you know, going, leaving their roost, but they were making a racket before it was even light. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, a lot, lot more bird sounds out there, which I just love. You know, just hearing the birds is almost as good as seeing the birds for me. Yeah, I think there's a, a flight pattern sometimes with these roosters that they roost in some location and during when the light light comes they move to another location in, in tremendous numbers like this flight plan in between you know Burlington South Burlington Shelburne Shalott down that corridor through uh, Spear Street it's kind of kind of cool yeah I, I don't know if their roost location changes from night to night week to week um, but definitely see them you know at, at dusk all streaming from either the north or the south to a central point and it's really fun to watch 
uh, and they're making a racket as they go to roost, and they're making a racket as they leave their roost. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a, a fun urban bird. You know, I, I guess and you know, these birds are coming from you know the countryside and uh, finding some safety in a, in a communal roost. Yeah, it's also uh, a big weekend for keeping track of birds in the backyard. It's the great backyard bird count, right? Yes, this is uh, an annual event uh, put on by Cornell Lab of Ornithology and um, National Audubon Society. And it's all, it's really has sprung out of eBird, which we've talked about a lot on this program. Um, So eBird is encouraging folks to go out this weekend and do at least one 15-minute checklist uh, or more if you can. And it could be in your backyard, it could be watching your feeders, it could be going for a drive, going for a walk somewhere, uh, doesn't matter. Um, uh, but the only thing is you do uh, need to use eBird uh, to submit your um, backyard bird count checklist. Hmm. Um, so, and you know, you can get an eBird account, easy peasy, it's free. Just go to the, um, just Google eBird, Vermont eBird, and it's easy to sign up. You know, it takes a little, there's a little learning curve learning to use eBird, but it's it's pretty straightforward, and that's how um, thousands and thousands of people will be submitting checklists this weekend to participate in the, the Great Backyard Bird Count. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, right, so we've got uh, a little more bird chatter. We've got to take a... Um Going to take a short break, and we've got some uh, birds that uh, have landed in our area. And I, I, just quickly, I guess the, our big eagle is still um, is still in Maine. I keep seeing reports; it's still hanging out, right? It is. It's taunting me. I, I, I'd love to get over there. I haven't had a chance yet, but yeah, the stellar sea eagle is putting on a show in Maine again. Yeah, good stuff. I think you've seen some what turkey vultures? Yes. A sign of spring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we think of the robin and the red-winged blackbird. Uh, but, you know, turkey vulture is one of the earliest migrants in Vermont. And uh, I saw a couple the other day. I was driving south on Route 7 and had uh, two different uh, sightings of turkey vulture. One bird by itself and then, then two flying low over the highway. Um, and, you know, these birds are... You know, they winter in southern New England, mid-Atlantic states, and, and further south. But they are one of the first birds to show up in Vermont. Uh, once in a while, you'll see one in the middle of winter. But, uh, yeah, the, the middle of February, end of February, single birds start popping up. And by March, they're pretty widespread in the state. So, um, you know, unlike the, the robin, which, you know, that classic bird of spring, uh, robin's you know, do spend the winter in Vermont. A lot do migrate out. Um, a lot migrate south. Uh, but, you know, a fair number spend the winter. But turkey vulture is one that, uh, you know, generally does it. Um, and when you see them in February, you know that the, the wave is going to come pretty soon. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, and they uh, soar um, way up high. And, and sometimes um, you'll see you'll see many in one in one. Uh, in one sighting, but occasionally just that one circling, either circling the, uh, the field or, or sometimes the highway. Sometimes you see them along the highway looking for, I guess it would be roadkill, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they, you know, big, they're big birds and their wings are usually held in a V. It's pretty classic for a turkey vulture. And, you know, you, you have to watch them for a while to see them flap because they can, they can soar around for quite a while without flapping. 
Americans. They fly over looking for food, smelling food. Um, yeah, so look for the wings in a V, two-toned wings. So the part of the, the flight feathers, the trailing edge of the wing is kind of a grayish, and the leading edge of the wing mm. uh, is black. And then that red head is hard to see, but if it's close enough, you can see the red, the naked red head of the turkey vulture. Yeah. And we also occasionally will get a, a, a black vulture, but I, I've never seen one of those. But occasionally in Vermont, we'll see those. Yeah, they're getting more and more common. You know, they're not common yet, but more and more frequent, I should say. Um, and you're actually more likely to see a black vulture in Vermont in the winter than a turkey vulture. Uh, actually had a couple fly by. I was sitting eating breakfast and looked out the window and two flew right by. Um, so they, they have nested in Vermont now. Uh, and, you know, they're, they're not common, but they mostly in the Champlain Valley, um, also down in Brattleboro, maybe, maybe Bennington too. But uh, the black vulture is a smaller vulture, shorter wing, shorter tail, Instead of those two-toned wings like I described for the turkey vulture, you look for the, this big silvery tail patch at the end of the wings of the black vulture. Uh, also a much shorter tail. So they have a very different look than a, than a turkey vulture. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, kind of stunning birds in their own in their own way. I guess you wouldn't call them beautiful, but they're certainly good characters, right? <laughs> they are. They are. They're, yeah, they're, yeah. A face only a mother could love, I suppose, but they're they're really cool, and they you know important ecosystem service eating up the the carrion and, and roadkill. Uh, yep, yeah, could you imagine a world without vultures doing that? Yeah, good stuff. They had a nice stern look to them as well. All business. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's good. Well, we do have to fly out of here. Hope folks can. Um, hop on and um, count the backyard birds under the, the big bird count and um, we'll be back next week until then I'm Anson Tebbets I'm Chip Darmstadt or the birds let's all sing like the birdies sing tweet 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 let's all sing like the birdies sing tweet 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 let's all warble like night and get